When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Haken, an Animal Crossing podcast, your podcast dedicated to all things Animal Crossing. Episode 176 is brought to you by Jessica DeLuca, Happy Fox, and Eleanor, some of our newest Patreon patrons. This week, Nina, Sergio, and I are going to talk about the island tour creator, the beginning of Bunny Day, and then talk about the real-time clock in Animal Crossing New Horizons. So to begin, hello Sergio, how are you doing? Hello, Chewie. I'm doing pretty awesome. You know, Haken is sort of... Sometimes it's related to KK Slider, right? And I'm drinking (laughs) some coffee on a KK Slider mug, which is sitting on a KK Slider coaster. So I'm doing amazing. That sounds perfect. Perfect (laughs) evening. (laughs) And then, hi, Nina. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. I'm fully vaccinated over here. Wow. Oh, nice. Mm. Mm-hmm. You're ready. You're ready to go to Disneyland. I am so ready to go to Disneyland and <laughs> ride all the roller coasters. Yes, that's the dream right now. <laughs> we want we want to get out of here so bad. <laughs> um, and I'm sure everybody else does too. This is it's been a long time. <laughs> All right, so let's actually start pretty quickly. I don't know how long we're going to talk about this because I've only played with it for a little while, but let's talk about the Island Tour Creator. So this is kind of a a little thing that came out with the last update, and it's kind of a whole side thing. You do it through your cell phone, basically, like your smartphone. Right. But Nintendo has put together this little site where you can create a tour of your island, and I played it, like I said, I played it really quickly. Sergio, I think you did a little bit with it too. Nina, have you gotten a chance to look at this yet? Zero. Yeah, honestly, I almost forgot that it was a thing (laughs) for a little while. (laughs) And then I was thinking about it after work today, and I was like, we're recording today. Maybe I should check this thing out real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, I... As far as my experience with it, I at first had a lot of trouble finding it. I had to like click into articles that people wrote about it and then find the link to go to it from there. (laughs) So it was not easy to find, Um, you know, just a couple of clicks through a Google search. But it wasn't like it just popped up, Mm -hmm. you know, right front page kind of thing. Um, But once I found it. It did have a pretty cute setup for it. Tom Nook shows up and he's talking to you. He's saying, hey, we want to make a little tour of your island and show off all of the things that you've got going on. And it's it's all like actually moving on your phone. Like it's a video. Right. And you can click through it and uh, see the dialogue and everything. So I really like that it was pretty interactive. It felt kind of like you were sitting at a desk at like Nook's Homes or something, <laughs> getting getting this whole, I guess, trailer experience, you could say. But right. once you get started on it, it actually asks you if you want to create a poster for your island or a trailer. And I haven't done the poster quite yet, so I just did a trailer. And the cool thing about this app is it can pull images and videos from either your phone or from Twitter. You can actually log oh. into Twitter. Um, I don't really have any on my phone at the moment. I don't know if y'all have tried the new kind of switch system that you can do where you can download things to your phone mm-hmm. from the, the little gallery. I find it to be kind of clunky and it has me scan too many QR codes. So I just <laughs> don't feel as interested in doing it that way. I'm just like, you know, what? I want to post things on my Twitter and then do it that way, <laughs> you know, um, So I logged into my Twitter. I started taking some random things from there. But before you do that, you actually get a little bit, you you get like nine options of different things to highlight. So the options can be like the museum, scenery, your home, all sorts of stuff like Mm -hmm. that. I picked my home, 
uh, scenery and my villagers. So yes. those those were a couple options. And I lucked out because those were things that I actually had posted on my Twitter oh, and nice. could pull from. So <laughs> it wasn't too bad. But the thing I noticed was for some categories, you could only pick images and others you could pick images Ooh. and video. Okay. So the home option, I could only pick an image and same with my villagers and maybe it was just how it was organized. I'm not really sure. I'll have to experiment with it more and report back on that. But I picked a couple images for my home, a video for the scenic portion, and then a couple images of my villagers. And once you put it together, it it takes a little bit to load because it's like, all right, let let us actually take this information, (laughs) put it together into this thing. I was very surprised to find that the trailer has that woman from the yeah. advertisements and everything, like actually talking over it and saying, "Like enjoy your time." <laughs> that, that's I don't know. It, it was fun. Um, I showed it to Jackie immediately. I was like, "Jackie, look at what I just made," <laughs> and she was like, "This is pretty cool. I want to make one." So it, it's cute overall. It's I, I like it. It's not the cleanest um, experience to like, you know, log in and put in all the stuff, but it does what it needs to do, Mm. you know? Right. Um, And then, you know, the end product, you can download it on your phone too. You can send yourself an email with a link to it. So you can download it on your computer if you want as well. So um, the one thing they do warn you though, is that it will stay available for like a couple days and then automatically delete. So Mm. If you're making these things, like downloading them is going to be the only way that you can actually keep them. Um, yeah. yeah, so that's my warning there. Um, but yeah, I liked it. Uh, Sergio, what, what was your little experience with this whole creator? Yeah, it's very cool. Um, see, like you mentioned, there's different categories. I I kind of want to use all of them. So make like three different trailers, you know, for everything, because I really like the way they turn out. And also the posters, there's, there's been a lot of people, even on our discord and on Twitter, mm-hmm. just putting up posters of their island and you get like a template and it even includes your dream address. So mm-hmm. it looks very, very nice. I was going to start making a trailer, but then I got too into it and I want it to be like as perfect as it can. So I'm still looking back through my photos and videos and and deciding what I want to do. I heard there are a couple of issues. Some people are reporting that they have photos or videos that were legit taken uh, through the switch, either on Twitter or on their phone. And the app is not recognizing them. So you might run into that. Also, if your island name has a space in between it, it's not going to show up in, yeah, that, that was a complaint that I saw and that's a little unfortunate, oh. but yeah. Weird. So oh, it squishes them together. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. But yeah, other than that, it's a really cool feature. Again, we, we need to highlight that it's only around for the rest of this year, I believe. So mm-hmm. yeah, if this sounds interesting to you, I think we should all definitely make as many trailers as we can before <laughs> the chance goes away. I'm yeah. So and you know, to play around. With yeah. It. You're going to like it. I Just like the first thing Sergio said about wanting to make a ton of different ones, mm-hmm. yes, that's how I feel. <laughs> I just want to make a million different trailers for Haken, and I'm really glad it's sounding like it's going to be around the rest of the year, because I was already terrified that it's going to like disappear on Wednesday at oh. the end of the month or something. <laughs> and I was just like, I better start grinding. I need to like get every single thing from like Halloween, Thanksgiving, all the holidays, oh. make a trailer for those. I don't know. I've got big, big plans Ooh. with this thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I think. Oh, go ahead. What were you going to say? Well, I, I was just thinking about um, maybe postings or not posting, but like, I don't know, taking some new videos just for this so that mm-hmm. I can make sure oh, to yeah. get like all the brand new stuff in my right. town. But what I've seen from people posting on Twitter and in Discord, it, it's adorable. <laughs> Yeah, and funny enough, like, I kind of haven't been seeing all this stuff. And if I do, I'm like, uh, maybe I should just save it for myself. And then I did it today, and it was my first time seeing it, and I was really surprised to hear the little voiceover from that. It's a really nice touch, and I like it a lot. Mm. Um, Yeah, so 
If you haven't yet, go play with this thing. It's free to use, basically, mm -hmm. if you have an internet connection and can post things um, either through your phone or on Twitter. It's it's not too bad. It, it's a pretty easy thing to use. Of course, there are you know those little issues that Sergio mentioned and everything, but overall, you should be able to make it work well enough. And you, right away, you're going to think like Nina and be like, I need to go record and take new photos for this yeah. because it's good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's go ahead and hop on over to our next <laughs> little section. Oh. And we're going to talk about Bunny Day. It has been the long dreaded holiday for many Animal Crossing New Horizons players, except for probably Sergio and I, who yeah. <laughs> happen to think it's pretty great. We like Bunny Day. <laughs> um, so Bunny Day has begun, and we are finally seeing kind of our first rerun holiday, right? right? right. So the thing that I've noticed with this one is there are some differences outside of just having the Bunny Day recipes and all the eggs and stuff. We are getting some new items at Nook's Cranny. So this is a big deal for players, especially because these new items are so much better than the base Bunny Day <laughs> items. Um, Nina, I guess, how, how do you feel about these new items? Since I know you're less of a fan <laughs> of Bunny Day. <laughs> um, they are better than the items you get from the eggs or make from the eggs. Um mm -hmm but there's still just not for me that's all they're they're cuter <laughs> i they are cute and i know a lot of people are excited about them they're just not for me yeah yeah and i get that i still think i i mean the items have never been the reason that i like bunny day yeah <laughs> um it's basically like i just really like that the event takes over and mm. it's just a big big thing you know yeah um so, I don't know. The the items, I agree with you, they're not the best. I think these are much better than the ones before, and mm -hmm. I, I much prefer decorating with these around my island, and I feel like it fits the theme well enough. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I'm not in a rush to really collect them all <laughs> this time around. I'm just kind of like getting them one at a time at my shop, and I have had some sent to me from friends and everything, mm -hmm. and I've been... You know, just sticking those around, but I haven't been ordering them or anything. I'm just like, you know what? I'll get whatever pops up and I'll be good. Yeah. I mean, I definitely put a couple of bunny topiaries, topiaries outside my square because those are adorable. But that, that's about it so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the other thing I want to note that's different with this is... They have definitely taken some player feedback here, and they have reduced the amount of time that Bunny Day mm. takes place in. So instead of the two weeks that we had in the original run of Bunny Day, it's just the one week mm. this time around. Oh my and gosh, was it two weeks last time? I don't even remember two... that. Yeah, no, it was two full weeks. One of them, I unfortunately... Yeah, no, it, it it's important to remember because one of them, it I guess it lined up with the cherry blossom oh, stuff. Right, right, right. So it was very difficult for people looking for the cherry blossom stuff and getting like 40 bunny day items <laughs> and everything. I I don't know. I feel like, yes, there were bunny day items in the way of getting the cherry blossom stuff, but the balloon rates were very high. Yes. And I was, I feel like the cherry blossom stuff just fell out of the sky, you know, mm -hmm. which literally it did. <laughs> and last um, year, about a week in is when they dropped the rates, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Especially a lot of people, I think there are a lot of people who really connect with the fishing in Animal Crossing. Mm -hmm. And you definitely saw that in the beginning of this game with a lot of players really into fishing, catching as much as possible, donating that to the museum, that sort of thing. Uh, especially around this time of year when, you know, summer is the big time for bugs. So the bugs aren't really out as much, but fishing was the bane of people's existence during Bunny Day just because they kept getting those water eggs. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know what? I don't have to fish for two weeks. I have fun with all the other parts of the game, but 
some people were like, no, I need, I need to fish. That's what I need to do. What is this? Why is this killing me? Um, and you know what? I don't blame them for that. Fishing's fun. It's a fun little surprise (laughs) in this game. Um, but yeah, overall, I do think this was one of our comments at the end of Bunny Day last time. I think, Sergio, you still kind of wanted it at two weeks, didn't you? I think a week is enough. Because <laughs> I, I can see that two weeks is, yeah, it's a little too much. I think a one week, one week events would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I'm right there, too. I think at the end of Bunny Day, I was like, you know what, I don't think we needed it quite for two weeks. I think one week is pretty good. Right. And already, I'm just like, oh, am I going to regret that? How many items are showing up at Nooks here? I don't even, I've never I haven't looked them up. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And there better not be more than seven because there aren't even that's the events not going to be around for that. So, mm-hmm. you know, that would encourage trading and everything. And, you know, there's always next year to get them. Well, but... and at least this time we can order more than one. With Pave, we could only get one at a time mm. and it nearly killed me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that's the rough part with these. I love that they're going with the multiples, like buy tons and tons of these. It yeah. doesn't matter. It, it's mass produced. It's it's bunny day. This stuff is all over the place. Have <laughs> you seen the true. eggs? It's multiplying. <laughs> yeah, like bunnies yeah. do. <laughs> it's, the, it's very accurate to <laughs> to bunnies. <laughs> um, but yeah, so those are those are kind of the things that I've noticed. Um, so I guess let's kind of talk about how we feel playing the game these days, uh, Nina. How are you feeling? Do you feel like the eggs are getting in the way of your life? Um, I mean, yes. <laughs> they. <laughs> I've already had three different villagers run up to me and try to offload eggs on me. Um, mm. So it feels like even they're tired of all the eggs. Like They're like, please, <laughs> I have all these extra eggs. Take them. So I feel like if they're making it that easy, like I, I'm not having to shoot down balloons or dig up eggs because the villagers just keep giving them to me. So... I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm, you know, I'm I'm not going real hardcore into Bunny Day this year. Yeah, and you know what? I do think that part of that is because the event is shorter. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I'm not kidding when I say there's like 40 recipes mm-hmm. for Bunny Day. Yes. There are a lot, and you know, because we have less time to collect these eggs, there's some that are a little bit harder to find depending on how many trees you have you only Mm -hmm. have six rocks on your island the villagers actually recommend going on um, island tours in order to hit more rocks over there for the rock eggs and everything but like having the villagers run up and give you eggs seems like their way of kind of addressing how many recipes you really have to build and i'm kind of wondering like i'm collecting things i'm kind of crafting them because i do i am interested to see if there's a new like super prize item mm. from oh. uh zipper t bunny this year you know okay. i like i said i haven't like looked at the data mines and stuff so people who have looked at the spoilers probably know that answer already mm. right now i don't so i'm just you know enjoying the game the way i do <laughs> um but yeah, like the the one thing that I think is hilarious though is the first villager and I saw this kind of across the board and let me know if this happened to you too, but the first villager gave me water eggs. Like <laughs> come on. Those those are the easiest eggs to come by if you're a fisher. <laughs> you know, you're you're fishing all day, you got water eggs. Yeah. And I have I still have a bunch in my pocket right now, like way less than, way more, I mean, than any other egg. Was that the case for both of you? Mm, I'm going to have to look. I took a video of it, actually. So let me run (laughs) to my Twitter. It was Blanche that, like, ran up to me. Um, And what did they give you, five? I think it was five, yeah. and Um, Maybe ten. And on top of that... um, What's his name gives you zipper gives you 10 also. So yeah, um, she did give me water eggs and I think that zipper also gave me water eggs. So I'm starting out (laughs) the week with 15 water eggs. That's so many. Uh, Yeah. 
the, you guys realize that that was the complaint, right? Last year, <laughs> there too many water eggs. Yes. And part of me wonders, uh, I know we don't fish quite like we did at the beginning of the game. That's true. You know, right. uh, we don't, a lot of us have already done that goal of catching a hundred fish in a row without messing up. That was a big motivator there and everything. We've donated practically every fish in the game uh, or every fish in the game like some other people. <laughs> so, you know, fishing, there's not much incentive to do it. And so I kind of wonder if the rates are dropped, like know. pretty dramatically mm. there. Well, also, and luckily, like, the the eggs are, are a certain size fish. It's not random. So if you mm-hmm. really want to avoid catching those eggs, then you can just not go after that size shadow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you really that's want true. The eggs, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, well, here's the other thing. A lot of thing. One thing that people forget about the eggs is they can be eaten and used mm. to move trees and break rocks. And the big benefit with them using them instead of like fruit is that they stack to thirty instead mm. of ten. Oh. So you can have a much bigger stack of eggs to do all that right. and save room on inventory if you're doing a lot of work you know so How much you know just a, just a pro for? tip there honestly i don't know i don't know how much they sell for i just know that you can eat them and that <laughs> seems pretty good <laughs> yeah um was there anything else you all have noticed about it? Or is this kind of everything for Bunny Day thus far? I think that's about everything. Like, it, it seems, it already seems better than last year. I think also a big part is that, you know, last year for those people that started playing the game on day one, we were playing the game a lot in, you know, the, the event was kind of a little too much, especially because mm-hmm. it was two weeks. So I think now being a week, um, either for people that are still playing the game a lot or like people that are new to it, like people that got it maybe during the holidays last year. Mm -hmm. So I think one week is enough. Uh, I still think the slight issue is the overlap with the cherry blossoms, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. you know, like like you said, there's always next year. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, this time around, it, doesn't seem like the overlap is going to completely overshadow cherry blossoms too this time. Like it's not quite cherry blossom season yet. I think it's just going to catch the tail end of bunny day. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's one big benefit there. And then the other two Sergio that you mentioned is like, yeah, anybody who has not played uh, this game during bunny day yet, like you kind of have a lot to do (laughs) in this event. (laughs) There's a bunch of recipes, tons of eggs to get and craft. And, you know, there's the special prizes that you'll get from uh, Zipper Tea Bunny at the end. So it's kind, it's kind of worth at least doing the full experience uh, for the, your first time. I'm doing it again just to, you know, I, if we have a special new item at the end, I definitely don't want to miss out on mm-hmm. that. Because um, who knows what it'll be next year. But I really do like that we're also getting a taste of, like, how are they going to go into events in year two of this game? Mm-hmm. Like we've seen how they've worked before. We've seen kind of the base structure to them. And it's really cool to see just, are there going to, are there going to be bigger changes in the future? Like this one, it's pretty small considering it's like, you know, some new items at the shop and that's not I don't know. I guess it's not as invasive as the eggs are taking up the overworld, you know, but it is pretty nice to see the shops get in on it this time. Yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. So one thing I would really like is if, you know, Able Sisters had something Uh, for it too, like some just better clothing than the horrible (laughs) egg outfits that (laughs) they gave us. And the egg dress, the big, like, finale (laughs) dress, which is incredible. Yeah, these things are, we we need something else, Mm -hmm. please, Able Sisters. Label, come and design something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, the Bunny Day backpack. I'm looking at these things now. It's ugly. They're all awful. Yeah. (laughs) 
Um, I'm going to wear them around because we have to, but we'll, we'll see. I, I can't promise you that I'll enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so cool. I guess next week we'll probably talk a little bit more about, you know, the ends of Bunny Day and everything. Mm-hmm. Cherry Blossom starting, I believe Thursday is the start of that. So yeah, April Fool's April Day. Unfortunately, it's not looking like we're going to get an appearance from Blanca yet again this year. Mm-hmm. Um, she's been demoted to whoopee cushion the status. Mm. <laughs> uh, which... Exactly, Nina. Like it, it's a groan <laughs> because it, it hurts to see some of these characters get demoted, yeah. like as they have been. Wendell the walrus that Jackie loves. Wendell, Aww. his little PJs. She thinks he's the cutest. Um, but right now, he just shows up on Dream Islands as a little <laughs> design board that you can click on yeah. and steal patterns from. <laughs> um, but yeah, I wonder if there will be a future with a lot of these characters as of right now i'm st- <laughs> it's starting to look less and less yeah. so yeah um but who knows i mean this last update is the 1.9 update so we'll find out pretty soon if they have anything planned for like a big 2.0 type yeah. of thing i was really yeah. hoping that because of the late easter um, last year and kind of this year that, you know, we had Easter and Cherry Blossom and April Fool's all kind of in the perfect storm. And that was why we weren't seeing Blanca. Hmm. And now we're not seeing Blanca again because there's still a little bit of an overlap with Bunny Day. Like Mm. maybe we can cross our fingers (laughs) that Easter will move a little bit next year. And uh, yeah. we can we can have room for Blanca, but I don't. You like you guys said, I I don't I don't see you know I don't foresee a good future for poor little faceless Blanca. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, who knows? Uh, I don't know. I get the feeling that it was pretty difficult to stuff things into this game. Um, it definitely got delayed because they couldn't quite finish it mm-hmm. in time with things. And, you know, they're adding stuff over time, the event things. And I still feel like we're kind of hoping there's some other things that are going to happen. But at the same time, like, how much is the hardware holding this back? Because mm-hmm. already, you know, there are lots of parts on islands that are just really laggy and the frames drop and it doesn't feel as great to play on a really full island after a while. So I I guess I'm not confident that we'll see a lot of village, uh, I guess special characters appear as like permanent staples on the island with their own buildings and everything because this game was designed kind of with the intention of people having like eight players live on a single island along with 10 other villagers and, you know, Mm -hmm. the building space runs out pretty quickly from there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Unless, you know, they make an expansion to the island. Make it bigger, Tom Nook. I'd pay for that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So let's actually hop into our next topic. And this is going to be kind of a big one. And we're going to discuss... Animal Crossing's real-time clock, and if the game needs it. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure we feel like it does, but this thought kind of came to me recently, and it's kind of thinking about the direction that was taken with New Horizons, how this game came to be, and a lot of it does seem like it came from player feedback and things, specifically stuff like people basically being sad when their villagers leave and being tired of that and Mm -hmm. having no control about where they live, you know, and them moving away randomly. I don't know. A lot of these features feel like it was really aimed at giving players more control over the villagers Mm -hmm. around their island, right? Right. Mm Mm-hmm. And so I think about the common complaints I hear about the game now and outside of like, you know, people wanting more features in the game in general, a lot of it, well, I guess there's also people complaining about villagers being kind of uninteresting and needing more dialogue. 
Um, other things, especially early on in the game, felt like they were complaints that really were based around the real-time clock. For example, people saying they don't like that they have to wait a day to move a building or destroy a bridge or build an incline, you know, right. all of the kind of more time-sensitive actions in the game were basically complaints from people, you know? And that got me thinking, like, how essential is the real-time clock to Animal Crossing players? So I want to open that up to both of you. Is the real-time clock an essential part of your experience with Animal Crossing? Sergio, do you want to kick us off here? Yes, no problem. And I think I think it is essential, absolutely. Uh, personally, I haven't played any other games that use uh, real-time in such a significant way. I can think of a, a few games that, you know, they have a a dis distinction between day and night. Mm. And a couple of mm -hmm. things change besides, you know, the, the visuals like the sun and moon and the graphics and the lighting. But Animal Crossing just takes it all the way. Everything changes every hour. Things are always happening. The weather, the invites that you get, the stores that open or close. It, like it embraces that mechanic. Now, like I've said, I haven't played a lot of... Um, simulation type games or life sims so i'm not sure maybe there's others games that actually use real time like that but i haven't played any myself and i think it is essential to animal crossing yeah yeah and that's a good point i mean the real time clock aspect is really the the part of the recipe that tends to be missing with a lot of games that are like oh it's like animal crossing you know right um <laughs> The the big important part, I'd say, to Animal Crossing is definitely the real-time clock, and it's strange that that's not included. There's one game I've heard that has it. I think it's called Magician's Quest. Um, Emily with two E's would mention it um, in the past. I never got to play it, but it, that game used a real-time clock as well. Oh. And recently, one came to my attention that is coming out pretty soon, and it's going to be out on Switch. I think April 8th, somewhere around then. But it's called Cozy Grove. And that game is actually going to use a real-time clock as well. And it's going to be kind of a life sim ty oh. type of thing. Okay. So, so, there is, so there are some examples that follow it. But yeah, li like you're saying, Sergio, like not too many, especially not ones that I've actually played right. either. Like right. I, I, both the games I just mentioned I haven't played. One isn't out yet on switch i think it's out on like apple arcade or something mm. at the moment um so i haven't played it i don't have a, an iphone <laughs> um that's for me it's it's a work phone <laughs> but but yeah i don't know i think like you sergio i think it is an essential part in the sense of like a lot of the fun is the changing seasons and things. And while there always have been and always will be players who like to time travel through the, the game and everything and just experience different things at different times, right? I think a large majority of the players probably still just kind of play in real time and kind of stick to the at least the season that they're in, you know? Mm -hmm. Um so, and that's a big part of it for me. Like, I, I just don't want to lose the, the seasonal experience with this game. Um, but yeah, I guess, Nina, how, how do you feel about it? Um, I totally agree. I, I think the real-time clock sets Animal Crossing apart from those other real-life sims. I, and I'm someone who has played a few, um, like my time at Portia and the Harvest Moon series and Stardew Valley. Mm -hmm. um, and their clock works just like on a timer. So the day is either 15 minutes or 30 minutes and you do what you can in that time before the day moves on. Um, and it stresses me out. I cannot <laughs> play those games for very long um, because the mechanic is very repetitive every 30 minutes you have to do the same things over and over again and you've got to get things done within a certain amount of time and it doesn't leave you a whole lot of time to kind of plan out your day um so honestly i think the real-time clock is the reason i keep coming back to animal crossing and the reason why i can play it for years and years without getting bored of it. I it's just so calming. I really I really enjoy how slow it makes me go. 
which which yeah. is nice. <laughs> Sometimes I need that bl- buffer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, for sure. And I definitely agree with that. Like I my experience with a lot of those games too is like I'm stressed out by this clock that's ticking a lot faster than our real-time days yes. do. <laughs> yeah. You know. And like I it took me literally 20 hours to get into Stardew Valley. Um and it, a lot of it was just because like there's not really a chance to breathe in yeah. that game. Like mm-hmm. you kind like you can pause it by going into like your backpack menu or something, but like I need that time to just run around and figure out what I want to do in my day, but like Stardew Valley feels like you have to know what you're doing that day mm-hmm. and then go and do it and I'm just like, but how do I find that out? Like I <laughs> I don't know. It caused a lot of stress. Eventually, 20 hours later, I was like, okay, I think I get what I'm going for. Mm -hmm. And now I know how to, you know, play out my days a lot better. And same as you. Did you mention Littlewood? I love Littlewood. I've been getting so into that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Littlewood. What I love about that is like there is no clock. It's all basically like you have stamina and once that stamina is depleted, like your day is done, you mm-hmm. know, which I, that comes with its stresses for players too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I think overall it has been a lot easier to deal with that than, you know, just a clock ticking down because I feel like that game gives me time to walk around and figure out what I want to do. And then, do the actions that actually use up right. stamina. Walking you know? around doesn't take up stamina or talking to people in town doesn't take up stamina. So you can kind of dilly dally your day away and still have time to do stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I will, and I don't want to bash too hard on Stardew Valley and Harvest Moon and everything <laughs> because I know it has huge fans and I think it really does help those veteran players. Like you were saying, once you've played for a while and you know the map, like the back of your hands and you know what needs to get done, I can understand how it's like a calming, charming way to play. Um, mm-hmm. But it just doesn't work for me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and the Stardew Valley thing, I became a fan after that 20 hours. Yeah. I played another 100 hours beyond that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so it, once I got the hang of it, like, it wasn't hard for me to get into it, and I did fall in love with the game eventually, but it was a lot more work than I expected mm. to 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 enjoy a game, funny enough. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, like, overall, I am kind of just sad that some of these complaints are kind of around the real-time aspects to the game where I'm just like, I don't know, man, Animal Crossing's kind of always been a a game about waiting for things to happen. (laughs) And you just kind of enjoy everything in between that time, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And and that's it. I do want to point out really quickly, Mm -hmm. uh, New Horizons is the first game that kind of had a day that we played that existed outside of time. Yes. Oh. So the very first day that you move in, it's just like, it's bright and sunny no matter what. It's a day outside of the real-time clock where you're getting settled into your island for the first time. And then after that, the the game starts following the regular motions of previous Animal Crossing games, you know. So already they're they're kind of playing with the idea (laughs) of, you know, maybe not being so tied to the clock, you know. Yeah, I'd be interesting. I'd be interested to see if if they do add more of that storyline. If those like cutscene days will continue to exist outside of the real time clock. Yeah, could, like yeah, input those days. It'd be cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I do have a follow up question for both of you. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like the more recent Animal Crossing games have made the real time clock a little bit less necessary? Uh, Sergio, what do you think? I think in in some ways maybe, but but not in others. And when I was thinking about like examples of this, the biggest one that I can think of is the morning prices for uh, buying turnips or well selling mm-hmm. them at the nook shop. You know, uh, the first one, the morning one, is available only for four hours for you, but the afternoon mm-hmm. one is, I believe, it's ten hours, right? And nook closes at ten p.m. Mm-hmm. So that's a that's a huge difference. It's more than double the hours. So there are still some things that could be balanced 
better a little bit, I think. It's nice that in New Horizons, some of the special characters are around pretty much for the whole day or the majority of the day. But like I said, like with the turnip prizes or, or with other things, there could still be some balance. It would have been nice to still have maybe at least the two ordinances from New Leaf that had to do with time. The shops mm -hmm. could either close maybe, I don't know, at least two or three hours earlier or later than they do now. So with that option, we could at least have that. Um, I think there's still ways to improve it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, it kind of makes me wonder how big the complaints have been regarding the times, you know? Just because, like, maybe the pandemic played a little bit of a role in Nintendo's favor here because more people were at home <laughs> at probably hours of the day that they weren't usually home, right, you know? Exactly. So, you know, like, now I can check in during my lunch break pretty easily because, like, it's right there, you right. know? <laughs> so, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people could go in and check things more, but like once the world returns to something more normal than what it is now, is this option going to be more of a problem for people? Like not having the night owl ordinance or the early bird ordinance that allows them to check their shops at different times, you know? Right. right. Yeah. So, I mean, for now, I'm going to assume that the world situation played in Nintendo's favor here. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and because I've, I haven't seen people really complain about the time. And it could also just be maybe people are more okay with time traveling, too, or yeah. setting their clock to different times and know kind of how to approach the game and the system, the real-time clock mm. system, mm -hmm. you know. So, I, I, I wonder about that. I. I don't know. So, yeah, I guess, Nina, how, how, what do you think? Do you feel like the the clock is becoming less necessary in these new titles? Um, no, I don't think it's less necessary. But just like you guys were talking about, the, there are workarounds. I do think that we are missing those ordinances, like, like Sergio said. Um, we need an in-game system to help people who don't work on, like, a 9-to-5 schedule. Um, mm -hmm. because it's so easy to change your clock on the switch. And they're really, especially if you keep the clock changed, there's really no consequences to, to playing, you know, at a different time of day. And if you're not doing the turn up trade, then of course you can time travel and do whatever you need to do. Right. Um, mm -hmm. But I think that they need to take into account people who don't work or live on a, you know, daily I don't, I don't want to say normal, but like, you know, a more established schedule, I guess. Um, mm -hmm. And that they should make those workarounds part of the game um, so that you don't feel like you're cheating or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of people really do want the experience as intended. Yeah. You know? So I get that. And you said a funny word that totally reminded me of things, but there really aren't too many consequences mm. with messing with that stuff. Um, previous games, Rossetti is going to be there to yell at you <laughs> if you ever reset things. This game, people are resetting all willy-nilly when they're like, oh, I don't want this villager to move if a campsite visitor they want says, oh, this person can move and I'll come here, you know? Mm -hmm. So, like, there, there isn't a consequence for that. You're not going to get yelled at by Rossetti in this one. Uh, on top of that, villagers l cannot move without your say-so. <laughs> like, you have to agree to it. Right. So, everybody who was, like, ever bummed in the past when they missed a day, and then the next time they come in, their villagers are all gone. It's like, you know, there, there, there's some pain there, right? Yeah. So... I think a lot of the consequences we had for not checking in or skipping days or resetting stuff, that's pretty, that's disappeared mm -hmm. with New Horizons. I'd say I haven't seen really anything significantly bad happen to players if they, if they decide to play this way. Mm -hmm. And I mean, part of that, it, there, I'd say there's goods and bads to both of these. The goods being like, you know, people can just enjoy the game the the way they can, you know, yeah. um, and the way they want to. So that's great. And then the bads are like, 
I don't know. I kind of like being punished for that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like every Animal Crossing player needs that experience of their best friend leaving. Yeah. Like, well. that that's that's the Animal Crossing movie. That's, that's, yeah. that's true. <laughs> it's beautiful. You know, it's tragic and it hurts, but it's beautiful and it makes you stronger. Mm. <laughs> um. Yeah, they've but made yeah, it a I, more friendly game. They've rounded the game <laughs> instead of kept it pointy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, like, I, I know I'm in the minority of thinking that having that rough experience is the the one to have, <laughs> you know? Um, but that's okay. I, I'm okay with that. I know a lot of people don't need that type of pain in their Animal Crossing life. Well, and what, Rossetti flies a helicopter now because moms wrote into Nintendo saying that he scared their children, right? Yeah. And you know what? They, they tried. They tried their darndest to keep them in as long as they possibly could because those letters have been coming out since game one. Mm-hmm. The first game. And to, to see him survive through... Three and a half games, because you did have the option not to ever see Rossetti and New oh, Leaf if you oh, didn't yeah. want to. If you never built the little manhole thing, you never got Rossetti. <laughs> <laughs> um, so three and a half games, Rossetti made it through until they finally kicked him out, and he's just—he's there to rescue you now. He's a hero. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, my next question for both of you. Do you think we'll ever see a mainline Animal Crossing game without the real-time clock? And I, and I specified mainline here because we have had an Animal Crossing game without a real-time clock. Two of them. Uh, Amiibo right. Festival, which it's hardly a game, so hard to say. <laughs> but there's also Happy Home Designer. That doesn't have a real-time clock, but it does cycle through days. Um, it's right. kind of complicated. But basically, one day is designing a person's house for that day, and then right. you're done. Or a building, I don't know. Um, so yeah, I guess. Do you think we'll see a mainline game without it, Nina? I hope not. I again, like I said earlier, it sets it so much apart from other sim games that I feel like it would lose all, you know, all its integrity if we lost that. Um, like we were talking about before, I do think they can figure out ways to make it more round the clock friendly. Like Phyllis worked the after hours shift in the mail room. That was amazing. I feel like we need after hours characters in the town hall. Because mm-hmm. poor Nook and Isabel are there twenty four hours a day, yeah. which is ridiculous. <laughs> so yeah. we are kind of missing a couple things that make the world feel real. Um, but it but it is helpful that, you know, the town hall is open whenever you need it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know what? Honestly, that was something that I would have loved to see them play with in like a 24-hour version of Animal Crossing where it's like, oh, shops are open 24 hours in here to make yes. it convenient to everybody, you know? Mm-hmm. Have other characters swap in and work the shops when the daytime hour people are not in, you know? Mm-hmm. Day shift, night shift, and give your villagers little jobs too so they can fill in yeah. <laughs> and make those places kind of useful for you, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing I want to mention is, I, I guess I want to give my take on this. I think it could be possible that they make an an Animal Crossing game without the real-time clock, um, but I would think it'd be, like, way in this distant future, and it would only happen if people just keep complaining about, like, the features that really require mm-hmm. the real-time clock. Things like waiting a day to build something, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe in the distant future when completely different people are in charge, but at the same time, I don't see it happen because so many key aspects to the game are tied to that. Stuff like the seasons, weather, all this sort of thing that makes... It, holidays, uh, right. so many things that make the the game feel alive throughout the year are tied to this feature, you know? Um, but that said, like... To me, Animal Crossing New Horizons really filled in the gameplay in ways that I don't think previous Animal Crossing games did. And part of my evidence to that is just that like seven years of playing New Leaf netted me 1,000 hours of gameplay on that game, 
one year of New Horizons <laughs> has already given me 1,000 hours of gameplay, mm-hmm. you know? I did not think it was possible for an Animal Crossing game to get me to that point. To me, it's always been like, you check in 30 minutes, uh, have a good time. I mean, I think my average time, if I check my 3DS on New Leaf, was like 50 minutes mm-hmm. each mm-hmm. login. So, which, I wish the Switch had a stats feature like that because it was so cool um we'll repeat that every time this comes up but (laughs) but yeah so like my average play time was like 50 minutes per session in new leaf and i dread to look at what my average play time in new New horizons (laughs) was at the same time but i think it really was due to the gameplay becoming more active and stuff like terraforming and crafting and designing your island were just like more active roles for players because past games you wake up every day and you're like all right time to check the shops let's see what's in stock okay that's what's there can't really use this stuff if i don't really like it i'll wait till tomorrow now but new horizons is like now you have this whole catalog of things you can craft and you can keep crafting more and more of it as long as you keep getting the materials for it and there's just like it it keeps going like the gameplay is so um I don't want to use the word time consuming, but it's like you're getting more time. It's taking more time from you, you know, (laughs) to do a lot of the actions. And I feel that benefits the real time clock by filling in those gaps for Mm -hmm. players, giving them less wait time and more of like, oh, I don't have to wait. I can just do this right now and have fun right now, Mm -hmm. you know? Interesting. Yeah. Uh, so, Sergio, I guess I, I rambled on for a while there. <laughs> what, what do you think? Do you think we'll see a, a mainline Animal Crossing without the clock? No, I don't think so. I think, if anything, Nintendo's going to try different things to to have the workarounds, like Nina mentioned, 24-hour shops, maybe the ordinances, but even better, maybe just the ability for any for the player to change the, the hour right then and there at any time, mm-hmm. but but it's still, you know, keeping the, the real time going. Like, if, if, if it's, I don't know, if it's late in the game and you want to go do something that you couldn't, uh, maybe you can, I don't know, travel back six hours uh, right there on the spot, but then it keeps going back real time after that. Mm-hmm. And then maybe it resets mm-hmm. after your session that day. So things like that, I think, may happen. But I definitely don't see a mainline game without the real-time clock, and I, I don't want to see one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. I don't really want to see one, because I think that's a very special part of the gameplay, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So my last question for both of you what would you do to make the real-time aspect more important to the future of the series? Uh, Nina, what would you do? Um, I kind of want them to push that real-time even further. Um, <laughs> like we talked about before, I want to see the special characters you know, have shifts that they switch in and out of. Um, I'd love to see them walk to and from work and take lunch breaks. Um, yes. I think it'd be super mm. cute if your villagers could take part-time jobs. I think you already said that, Chewy. Um, yeah. I just I want them to feel. I want the villagers to feel more affected by the time of day. Um, like I I have seen some villagers walking around like with lunch boxes or sandwiches around lunchtime <laughs> or around dinner time, but um, it just doesn't feel purposeful it you know it just feels like they're kind of holding something like they would another time of the day um Mm -hmm. so i i do want to see them with more of like a schedule and then i think it'd be really cute if you could link your nook phones with your really good friends so you could see their schedule and be like oh it's four o'clock on a friday that means you know (laughs) that hazel's at her part-time job (laughs) i think that would be so cute yeah Um, yeah I think that's adorable, especially because, like, right now the characters are only really tied to their real-time clock in, like, their wake hours. Yes. And what I mean by that is, like, certain characters wake up at certain times. Um, 
I know the uh, I know a lot of their schedules. It, it's dependent on their personalities, but right. surprisingly enough, lazy characters are up pretty early. Jock yes. characters <laughs> are up early. Normal as well. Those the ones who sleep in a little bit later are the crankies, the snooties, yeah. and the sisterly villagers. Right? Yes. I think are the latest actually. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They wake up at like nine thirty or so. <laughs> And the only, the one quirk that I see with this is every once in a while you do see a villager has slept in or woken up early. Mm. And they'll and they'll kind of mention to it to you in their dialogue. Um, Deirdre sometimes is up early and she kind of says, hey, I just opened my eyes this morning and I was ready to go. So here I am <laughs> kind of thing. Um, and then I've seen other characters sleep in where they're like, oh, I just didn't want to get out of bed this time. So decided to keep sleeping. Uh, I think I've seen it with the lazy villagers where they're like, I didn't want to wake the bugs. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, and when you try and move their house while they're sleeping, they show up in their little pajamas. To yes. The yes. That's the cutest. <laughs> yeah. If you go around their bedtime, you'll, you'll see them in their house in their pajamas. So oh. I think for maybe about 30 minutes before they go to bed, mm. they will. You, you can see them out and about. But it's just in their house, I guess. See, I, I want them to push that. What if they were brushing their teeth or, like, mm. putting, like, a face mask on or something like that? <laughs> I I want to see more of it. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it'd be adorable. Um, so, Sergio, I guess what, what would you want to happen with this? Yeah, I'm, I'm with both of you. I want them to, to add even more time-sensitive things. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you know, add more things to give the player the ability to work around them. Like we said, with the ordinances. Or, or actually, what I want them to do is to come up with more creative ways of doing that in more interactive ways. We have mm -hmm. talked about maybe like part-time jobs, but maybe also... Let's say if you really connect with a special character, like you talk to them every time you visit the shops, maybe eventually you can convince them to open up earlier or later. Oh. So it's technically not an ordinance. It doesn't affect all the shops, just the ones that you frequent the most and the ones that you kind of want to have a, a little bit of uh, leeway here with the hours, either earlier or later. Mm -hmm. Or if they do, hopefully someday add part-time jobs, if you have... If you have a job at a certain place, you kind of have the keys so you can go in anywhere you need to, right? So <laughs> so just things like that, more ways to, to play with the time, but also to work around it if you cannot make a certain thing certain day at a certain time. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I, lo I love all these things. They're, they're really great. <laughs> yeah. I'm worried that Sergio's taking money from the register now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean sergio is up before everybody 3 a.m <laughs> so you never know what he's up to at the wee hours of the night <laughs> um yeah i i would go a little bit of a different route i kind of want i miss and it hurts to say, but I kind of do miss Tom Nook's entrepreneurial spirit because the shops, the things he did with the shops in the past were really cool. His reward programs were great. Oh, yeah. um, like the first game, everything you buy, you got a raffle ticket. There was a raffle at the end of the month that you can get special items with for shopping at Nook's. It was really awesome. Um, there were those rewards in... City folk, where they, they, I mean, they were Nintendo items, <laughs> but <laughs> you did get like nook points. I, I forget what they were called, um, but you did get some points and you can redeem different things with those points and everything. So I wouldn't mind like Nook's Cranny having like a daily drawing for things, like show up to the store and you know, have a chance to get some something really special that doesn't usually show up, you know, mm -hmm. right? Um but yeah, I don't know. I, I think there are a lot of fun little things that you can add to the shops that make them a little bit more worth visiting each and every day, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, I mean, we've been talking for a while about um, the real-time clock and everything. I think we all agree it's a pretty essential feature to the Animal Crossing series, and we're glad it's around, and we hope it doesn't go away anytime soon. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's go ahead and end the show with our Haken's Islander Corner. For those of you who don't know, every single week we ask our patrons on Patreon a question and read their answers out loud here on the show. And this week's question was... What company would you like to have a collaboration with Animal Crossing? And we asked them this with the context of, you know, we've got the Build-A-Bear collaboration coming up. We've had the makeup collaboration. And I think in the past there was a, a Nike one. It was kind of not so explicit as these other two, but, you know, it's out there. So, yeah, I guess we'll go um, Sergio, then Nina, then me. Okay. Okay. So Naichi Pixie said, I agree. I would love to see a Studio Ghibli collaboration for sure. Imagine the items and furniture and even villagers the collaboration can produce. Aside from that, since I collect Funka Pops, it would be super cool if they partnered with them. It might be impossible since Nintendo already has their own amiibo figures, but I would love to see figures other than the NPCs and popular villagers be created. Mm. I want to see underrated villagers be represented. Also, I just want my, my own Pashmina and Diana. That's true. <laughs> Man, Funko Pops, that would be pretty cool too. <laughs> yeah, and honestly, I don't know how, how distant that would be considering, you know, there are Nintendo-made plushes that are around, but they're still going to build a bear, you know, to do yeah. something. Yeah. So I think it's a possibility still. Yeah. Um, Bark Bridgewater says, Final Fantasy for me. Can you imagine the fun you could have? Costumes, music, hairstyles, weapons hung on the walls. I would love it. <laughs> wow. <Ooh>. Man. <laughs> the, yeah. That reminds Hunk. me of how Link um, decorates his house in, in Breath of the Wild with all the, like the the big, <laughs> you know, legendary swords and things you can get. Mm-hmm. I definitely did that. <laughs> yeah, so our next answer is from Leah J. Jens, and they said, I think a Vans shoe collaboration would be so cool. Yeah. Some canvas shoes or high tops in that turquoise leaf pattern or a fruit pattern. So cute. <laughs> I would buy these for sure. Yeah, I I'm love Vans. Me too. Nice. Rainbow said, I would die happy if Nintendo did a collaboration with Studio Ghibli. Imagine all the possibilities. Endless adorable Totoro items and furniture, little Kodama statues from Princess Mononoke, and clothes and furniture from Spirited Away and Howl's Moving Castle, like a little no-face mask or calcifer fireplace. Oh. Even just <laughs> even just the Ghibli food items in this game, Ponyo's Ramen, Kiki's Cake, would be amazing. I know a collaboration like that would excite a lot of fans. Mm. That's true. Like, Studio Ghibli, like, it sort of connects with Animal Crossing. I see a lot of people that really want that connection. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And a lot of people make Ghibli-inspired islands already. Right. So right. they would be having a great time. It's like Nina getting pirate stuff from Gullivar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I think this would be a good collab, too, because both Nintendo and Ghibli move at like a slower pace like the movies don't feel <laughs> rushed and you know obviously Animal Crossing's real-time clock isn't rushed either so they both have just kind of like a very cozy feeling to them I think that'd be yes. really cute mm-hmm um, Islander Logan says, the company I want to collaborate with Animal Crossing New Horizons the most is probably Atlas, the creators of Persona. I just need Persona-themed items and or villagers. Some of my favorite franchises combining would make me so happy. Ooh, so I've never played Persona. I need to look into this. I, I, I mean, the, the first thing that comes to mind would be a Morgana as a villager. Yes, Logan, you're right. You're right, Logan. <laughs> yeah and our last answer is from kyle stewarts and they said donkey kong since a lot of the items would be jungle theme oh, <laughs> oh. that'd be good <laughs> i've seen a lot more people kind of like get excited about the jungle uh i guess jungle themed islands and everything right. so people do some really good jobs with those designs too and it helps that you can put some sand down and put some palm yes. trees yeah. on your main island. And they Always would have to add bananas it. back into the game. That's true. Right. <laughs> yeah, we're missing bananas. There are a bunch of fruit Wait, that aren't in this game. In all of the Nintendo items that we have, are any of them Donkey Kong themed? 
Um, I, th- I actually don't know. Hmm. I don't recall. I don't think there are. I know there's I like Mario so. Kart, but I don't think yeah. there are. Which ha- uh, they had the bananas, but I don't think those are explicitly right. Donkey Kong. Yeah, you know? right. That's yeah. interesting. I d- I wonder why Donkey Kong was left out. Yeah, that seems weird. Yeah. Well, time to fix it, Nintendo. <laughs> add it. Add it in. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Haken, an Animal Crossing podcast. Don't want the episode to end? Well, you can keep the conversation going by Nintendo switching over to our Discord. Just follow the link in the description, and you can talk with other people who love Animal Crossing as much as you do, including Sergio, Nina, and me. Want to support the show in a bigger way and get your voice heard during the show? Visit patreon.com slash Nintendo. You can support our show with just $1, get special access to a secret room on Discord, join in on the Haken Islander Corner, and even read a monthly newsletter covering all things Haken and Chewy Plays. We really appreciate the support and put your money towards some great things on the show. Tuned in on YouTube? The comments are a great place to let us know your answers to the Haken Islander Corner. What company would you like to have a collaboration with Animal Crossing? If you dig what you hear, please KK slide over to that review section on your platform of choice. Let people know what they're missing out on. Haken is a wild production brought to you by Chewy, Sergio, Nina, and all of our patrons. We thank you for listening, and we hope you have a great week. Goodbye, everybody. See you all next time.